I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Stop making the eyes at me. I'll stop making the eyes at you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore is here. All right. And the man we all love to love, it's Pete Donaldson. I'm present, correct, and awesome, thanks. Excellent stuff. Roberto Martinez was seen displaying some lovely dance moves at a Jason Derulo concert recently. Reversing the car, wasn't he? That was yeah. good. Yeah. Was that definitely platform. him? Oh, come on. <laughs> This is not the time to doubt. He's, he's since confirmed it twice in post-match interviews that, is that I've right? seen alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought there was going to be there's a Bruder, there's a Bruder uh, no, footage. It was him, and one, and one of the um, one of the things he said was he was quite annoyed because um, the, the, whoever recorded it didn't get any of his best moves. <laughs> he actually said that. He actually said that. He I was thought, decent. I thought that was decent. Anyway, yeah, yeah. damn right. 
Yeah, well, you, you've always got to aim higher. <laughs> Very yeah. weird when you see evidence of anyone involved in football just being a real person. <laughs> <laughs> it always seems really incongruous. It, it felt a bit like seeing a teacher in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, but, and also, yeah. like, you kind of look at it through the prism of football and sort of going, "Oh, you shouldn't be dancing in Johnny Jason Derulo concert because <laughs> you're not playing for very Your good football." Your form is weird. Yeah. Well, you yeah. keep letting it go everywhere. Yeah. You should be in front of a tactics board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you had one on this phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's just ease off. Yeah. Well, if you could organise a manager to perform some kind of dance routine or a dance or something in the realm of dance what would you come up with Jim uh, if I may paint a little picture uh, <laughs> just after Euro 2016 England have done whatever it is they're going to do you know I'll leave that up to you at you least fill at, that bit in with your own semis. imagination <laughs> basically Roy's Roy's gone Roy's gone oh no um, oh. oh no Harry Redknapp calls a press conference <laughs> and to demonstrate <laughs> that his knees are now up to the job, he, he simply dances the Charleston. No, yeah. he, does a Russian, he does a Russian dance. No, he doesn't. That's my answer. Cossack he does dance. the Charleston because the Charleston is the silliest dance that has ever existed yeah. and there's a lot of knee work involved in it. Yeah, yeah. the Cossack dance, you know, you, you, the main focal point is the straight leg, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but when I've tried to do a Cossack dance before, it's really hurt my knees and I don't have bad You're hijacking Jim's answer here. He yeah. went for the... He's doing the Charleston. The Charleston, thank you. Yeah. Mm, okay. Which is, as I say, the silliest dance ever. Redknapp doing the Charleston <laughs> yeah, to prove that his knees are up to the English it's a job. strong start I'm fairly confident you're not going to get that sort of shit on any other football show <laughs> I think the twist would be nah, more uh, lovely little doubt. it would be a better demonstration of his knee ligaments the twist no yeah. I think I think the, I think Jim's the no, twist it's a daft little doubt the twist <laughs> the twist but with his studs firmly stuck in the grass yeah, yeah. just to make sure those, those, those ligaments are definitely flat well, he'd like... have hired loads of flappers as well Fla- flappers are the 1920s dancing girls so they just I've, look really daft and silly I've always been able to do this dance you've just never asked uh, yeah, before yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah to be honest I'm not even really sure I want to do a dance but <laughs> doing a good uh, English yeah. dance oh, I never uh. talk about other managers dances never <laughs> oh, I've never seen them do this I mean, I'm just, oh, yeah. she's a lovely little flapper yeah, okay Luke what have you got I've gone full balls out of the bath with this <laughs> I've gone for um, a Premier League manager's special series of Strictly Come Dancing alright so exactly the same as Strictly Come Dancing works as a series currently mm. they all get introduced they all get a dance to par- partner up with mm-hmm. um, and then Russian do- dancing instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the Cossack ones yeah. is it the straight leg piece <laughs> <laughs> still got Pete to come yeah, um, and every week yeah. someone gets um, someone gets voted off. Of course, I, I mean I've, I've, I've chucked I've chucked. That's few, not the ramble, sadly. I've chucked a further few thoughts into the mix. Yeah, um, I would I would wager that Martinez would actually do pretty well. Yeah, he would. Yeah, do. he would. Based yeah. on that, Ranieri would have some flair as well. You'd expect. Yeah, so, um, I think Ranieri would be sort of he'd be classic very good ballroom dancer. Yeah, yeah, he would yeah, very much so. Jim, very absolutely. straight back up, right head. <laughs> I think um, Remy Gard would be at the relegation zone. Yeah, he'd be okay, yeah. wouldn't he? Alex Neil would struggle. <laughs> yeah, he'd be really stiff. He would. Yeah, big Sam would struggle. Just not his thing. I, and, and originally, Do you know, I don't know. I think Big Sam might surprise you with a bit of ballroom. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Traditionalist yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah, I think well, he'd be okay. The good news for you, Mark, is yeah. I'm not rolling this out till next season. Right. So there's a good chance Brucey will be in there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that'll, that'll that, be what I would do. Yeah, I think they're of, of perhaps that generation where the, the, the old fashionist may still, still be a little bit there in, in the sense that they can throw a few classical dance moves around. I think Eddie Howe will be on his knees when he's sliding up and down. Jumping, yeah. jumping up on Possibly. the on the judges' table, rock and roll theme. <laughs> yeah, definitely. See very what Wenger so. would do. I think well, Wenger's like known for being very clumsy, isn't he? So I think mm. he'd probably struggle quite a bit. I reckon he'd get his shoe caught in his one of his flared trousers and sort of stack it. I expect. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't name every Premier League manager because then my answer will be taken, and whatever I say will be. Well, should we move? Look, are you finished? Don't care, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not finished. Apology, <laughs> apology accepted. <laughs> no, I am finished. But you go ahead. Go on then, Peter. 
Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Bit, Bit of that. Bit of that. Bit of that. Yeah. Like he's constantly getting electrocuted. Have you seen the video of this song, Marcus? Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So basically that. Yeah, okay. Talking heads. With a massive suit. David Byrne. Maybe, maybe him in uh, in his uh, funny jacket. Yeah, massive suit. He, he could do yeah. the worm in that, couldn't he? Oh, that'd be much. brilliant. Well, yeah. Yeah, all right, don't take my answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, David Byrne, Arsene Wenger, same as it ever was. Yeah, <laughs> same as it ever was. I, I, part of me would like to see Sam Allardyce doing the worm across the stage. Oh. After, after a few ales, I think he's probably been mm. tempted. I think Definitely. so. I think yeah. so. Or Pep Guardiola, and and this kind of touches on your theme about the Strictly Come Dancing, because if they were put together, um, Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho performing the most intense tango together yes. you've oh. ever yeah. seen. Imagine it, because it's quite an intense dance anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those like really close. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that be, my hands. That would be the most homoerotic thing I've seen since that video that Spurs released with uh, Dele Alli interviewing Eric Dyer. <laughs> yeah. Which was the biggest bromance <laughs> video I think I've ever seen in the history of multimedia and football. Spurs TV. The Spurs TV, yeah. He goes, yeah. Oh, it was very you, enjoyable. Oh, don't you even start. Yeah. yeah. Oh, things I've got on you. Yeah, so I know. Goes, oh. they, said, they both seem, they both <laughs> seem very nice chaps. Deli Alley has to be a lovely lad. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah, is. Yeah. Deli Alley seems lovely. With his little wave. His counterpart seemed less lovely, but just, oh, he wanted to have sex with him, didn't Eric, he? Eric <laughs> do- oh, right whoa. back to the dressing room. It, oh. was, it was very broke back mountain. Yeah. Yeah, with, with Eric Dyer playing the Heath Ledger and, uh, and Dele Alli playing the Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. <laughs> Still, nice piece of content. Yeah. Nice piece of content. I just can't quit you. Yeah. <laughs> and that is unity that is, is, is working well for Spurs. Yeah. In, in the centre mm. of the park. Mm. A lot of other teams could learn from that sort of close uh, close bond between midfield players. <laughs> is this going to go into Lampard men kissing Gerard, again? Is this where it's going? What? Is more men kissing, is that? <laughs> that used to be my trope, didn't it? That, yeah. was, that was my um, 2008 yoghurt, wasn't it? Yeah. It would always end with men kissing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I think I think I've got the points actually. Okay. Oh. Despot. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the Premier League where little Leicester. Yeah. One three one away to Manchester City. Lucky Leicester. It is it's happening. It's here, <laughs> it's, it's now. I love they the are the favourites, they're gonna win the league. I love the way that um Leicester decided to shut up shop and just really go against what they've been doing before in the home game. In the away game, Man City were like, Sucked him in. I think the home game they thought Oh, if we'd have gone for that... Oh, don't worry, we got them at there. It's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> Ranieri thought, basically, before the game at the Etihad, Ranieri like, said to his team, well, we all saw him at, uh, at the King Power, and we weren't impressed. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's give him some tips. <laughs> let's do what we usually do. Yeah. Manchester City had 66% possession. Possession yeah. football is dead, England. Yeah. You'll be pleased to know. Yeah, We're yeah. back in business. Indeed. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, as, as much as we've, we've spoken about City's sometimes suspect defence this season. They had the best um, best home record in the league prior to this game. And Leicester had and, the best away. Yeah, but Leicester were by far the better team. They yeah. just outclassed them absolutely everywhere. And <laughs> I, I, one of the things I love about Jamie Vardy, he's got that Luis Suarez thing about him of running at a defender yeah. rather than trying to get around them. Just yeah. like, almost... You know, daring them to try and make a mistake, mm. and you just you're immediately at a disadvantage then because Vardy's controlling what's happening. Mm. He's you know he's you know he's he's and making all the decisions. He plays there. like a man in a in a good sense, in a passionate sense that doesn't give a damn. Yeah, Absolutely. with, with Dean McKenna, I've never seen a defender so experienced look so intimidated. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd think he'd have seen it all before, really. Well, for the first Maris, goal as well, he just couldn't get it. He couldn't get close yeah. to. Um, but the best thing, I mean, this is a pretty obvious thing to say, but in, in the context of what, what went on to happen, it was really, really big for Leicester to score so early just because mm. they yeah. could then do what they do best, which is play on the break. And Man City right. had no option but to mm. come at them. 
Um, I think the the third goal, the whose header was a, was probably a foul, but no one seems to have picked up. It on was, that. yeah, I think. He so climbed all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, both hands on on his shoulders. And, you can't really do and that. And I think for Maris's goal, Joe Hart should have done better. He sort of leaned yeah. away from it. It was really weird. I think, yeah, think Maris gave, gave him the eyes though. I, I love know, the fact that Robert Huth was on for a perfect hat trick. Yes, great, brilliant. That is the story of the season in a way, isn't it? Just so you would never have seen that coming. And Leicester could have gone four up. Yeah, Vardy had a chance. I don't think it was a shocking miss. He was. He, he took a decent touch. Hart came mm. out, and maybe on another day to put it past. Imagine they got. Because I reckon they could have got. I reckon yeah. they could have got five or six. Leicester City fans chanting, "We want four yeah. away <laughs> at Manchester City." Yeah. Yeah. Is the epitome of magnificence. You, you look at this season; they've deserved they um, have. a four-one um, win against Man City. I think I mentioned it on the legendary uh, Ramble WhatsApp group that I keep on bringing up, like it's a secret society or something. But like, mm. I really like the way that Leicester, even if they've got an overlapping fullback, and if they've still got the cross on, they'll cross it in yeah. early. Right rather yeah. than wait. And some of my most hated teams wait for the right-back or the full-back to, uh, the left-back to to bomb on and uh, and supply the cross. It just gives def- defenders time to, to yeah, find the, their man the, and, and find their space and find their mark. But it makes the, it unpredictable, doesn't it? The conventional mm. wisdom is that like, you, you, you want to... I mean, traditionally, I'm not saying this is the right way to do it or whatever, but the, stretch the player. The theory right. is you want you want the, the winger or the fullback to get to the byline mm. because then you're behind the defenders generally, yeah. and it makes it hard for them to defend it. But I think you're right. I mean, if you've got keen, quick, uh, technically superior, who and, can uh, break not, it in the box, or, or technically good and confident forward players, it does make sense to get it in there early. But it feeds into something Jim said earlier in the season, which is the way to go at Manchester City is 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 to actually go at them. Yep. Um, and we and we hoped that Leicester would do that at the King Power earlier in the season. They didn't, mm. and it's so refreshing to see them do that this time around. Yeah, well, one, 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 one of the really impressive things about Leicester as well is um, Danny Drinkwater and uh, Mark Albright in particular. The accuracy of their passes and their through balls was so so Drinkwater's good all afternoon that. that they they were just splitting City mm. apart with relative ease um, with you know. With a far, you know, inferior possession stats, and it, ah, I could not enjoy this more. Well, it was, it was it's so mirror, brilliant to see. It's enjoyable, in spite of the fact, you know, what Danny Simpson's done and and, and what Jeremy Vardy has done, and you know what yeah. I'm like. I hate. I, I can't separate the man from the from the people the, the, the things the incidents and stuff Ironic, off the field. <laughs> Make sure. and I hope he's not fit for the I ramble. Hope he can continue uh, his, the his all the things I've done. Here's hoping the listeners can uh, can separate the man and the podcaster. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But, but I still love the Leicester story. What I what I love is how football tactics it, it goes in loops, doesn't it? When everyone thought in the 90s right back fours are dead we have a back three and then obviously the back four came in back in with a vengeance and then now you see in Italy and, and uh, Allegri at Juventus playing a back three and that can work very well Bruce E plays a back three Bruce sometimes Bruce E does yeah. it and absolutely and uh, with the 4-4-2 that Leicester are playing they are playing 4-4-2 with two central midfielders who are pretty box to box they're playing two up front one who drops in and one who plays a little bit further forward I mean it really is back to basics yeah. and it's funny because Teams don't know how to handle them. They're, they're so direct. It in such a long and, time. Well, that's right. They're so direct. And as you say, Pete, when they get the chance to cross the ball, they cross it. They're doing stuff that perhaps some sides or some players haven't really but seen the, well, for a more, while. More importantly, the opposition defenders aren't used to it. They, they're used to a perhaps more continental sp- passing game yeah. but we're going really right back to you know they're not even raiding missions they're just en masse but attacking there mm. are differences between that traditional 4-4-2 and of what course. they do because Mahrez isn't like a traditional winger no. and, they and they don't have a traditional target man either they haven't got like a big man little man up front no they're, 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 I mean Okazaki no, but Vardy way, plays on the shoulder of the last man and Okazaki can sometimes drop a bit deep or they can mix it up and Vardy can play down the channels there's there's a number of ways of playing each position yeah. so yeah of course I'm not saying that they've wound it all the way back to like the early 90s and, and here but they are what, what, part of the reason they did so well against City is just because they, they were 
a lot more hardworking. Obviously, they're confident as well. And and City cannot afford without company in their team. Mm. Um, they're a different they're a different proposition. And also, they can't afford to have like passengers like Yaya Toure in their team. Mm. I was going to say such with a hard Toure working, in the team, they're a different proposition. Such a hard working team they're playing against. It's, mm. It just doesn't work for them. They can't do that. Okazaki oh, could, could could have had a, at least a shot on target. That kind of volley. It was almost like a scissor kick that he missed. Oh, what man. do we think? What do we think of a Hollywood screenwriter Adrian Butchart? Is it pronounced? He's he's been in England to meet Jamie Vardy. He's researching Vardy's life with a view to making a film about the, the Leicester yeah, talk, strikers. It's talk, it's, it's talk of the guy from One Direction. Is it Louis Thomason who's quite That's good right, at football? Yeah. Yeah, tax him. breaks. He's going to play Vardy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Big old tax breaks. Zach Efron's being considered as well. Is he? You'd be pleased if he played you in your yeah, life. You I'm would. not sure if, it, if the on-pitch stuff will work with Zach Efron, no. though. Well, no. um, the, the, the screenwriter is the guy who uh, made those films that you love, Pete, the goal films. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, you do like those. Those yeah. success stories. Yeah. <laughs> Did the third one get a cinema release? I don't think. Did the second? I think it might have very limited. Very limited. You blinked and missed. <laughs> you joined Real Madrid in the third one, right? Second one, Madrid. Right. Okay. Second one, Madrid. Third one, World Cup. But right. I, yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Was the third one animation? I think no. It was very cheaply done CGI wise, and it was almost to the point of wow. You just went to a warehouse and filmed that, didn't you? <laughs> it was. It was embarrassing. Like animation. Well, it's worth a man, digging it's out. A man who knows his way around a warehouse. <laughs> and animation. Yeah. And embarrassment. <laughs> so, but do we? Are they going to do it? Yeah, they are, Jim. Are they going to win the league? Well, it Jim, looks like it. It's funny you bring it up because I, I was thinking about this earlier, and you're the only one without a vested interest in them not doing it. So, with a vested interest in them, in them yeah. not doing it, I think that me, Marks, and Peter on board. I mean, Newcastle aren't a proposition. Well, I, no, I, no, I, I was a Leicester City employee. Oh, you were yeah, very much so. And, yeah. and, and no, I think Pete's I have, well on board. I have a mutual friend with uh, one Gary Lineker, and I was out drinking, and he was there briefly, and I said, oh, "I used to work at Leicester City." He said, "So did I." I went, "Oh, Gary, that's so yeah. funny. That's so because you are a footballer." Pete's funny stories. Pete's funny stories. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. Well, they get yeah. a special medal made up for you, like who they did with Julia in the World Cup in '98. <laughs> Best pork yeah. and crunchy. Yeah, you set the foundation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get but Jim, but Jim, you—you—it's funny you said you you enjoyed Leicester winning because presumably for Arsenal the best result would have been a draw, no? Well, absolutely. But I mean, it's—you know—the best possible result in the next round of games is us beating Leicester and on current form, even if it is at the Emirates. I, I don't know. I don't think we will because mm. they just Leicester's form. It seems to be irrelevant whether they're home or away. They just play in the same way with the same confidence every well, time. And obviously, then for City to beat Spurs just to sort of you know get us back out. up there a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. But, next um, weekend is is a huge one because Arsenal home to Leicester and Manchester City at home to Spurs and. and I talked about Spurs being in top two. They're already in there. Yeah, you'd fancy Spurs on current form to beat Manchester City, and you maybe fancy Leicester to get something. Leicester and, and Spurs could pull away. There's Nip. such a turnaround with Spurs because at the beginning of the season, I personally didn't really know what type of football they were playing, what they were going to be like. They looked like they were a bit short of pace. Now they just look like you know Leicester aside, the best team in the league. They do, but well, as, it's a great turnaround. Well, the as, thing as, with Tottenham as well, though, is that normally they would drop points in silly games, even in a, even in good form, and then they're, they're not, and they're not well, even they lost, looking. Like they lose at home to Newcastle in the league. That was a bit annoying. They, oh, well, okay. <laughs> that was a while ago, though, right? <laughs> I think, yeah, fairly recently. As, as, I mean, on the recent run. As a, as a Spurs friend of mine said, it would be the most Spurs thing to do to finish higher than Arsenal. The season they finish higher than Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United and Manchester City in the league will be the season <laughs> that they finish second to Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe people should start using the word City to mean Leicester City. Yeah, I'd like Absolutely. to see that. Absolutely. And should. United to mean Newcastle United. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it Newcastle City? <laughs> Peter. Earn it. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I was really You've got to be so, the best one. The reasoning yeah. for that is sound, so Man United have dropped off a bit. Newcastle aren't doing their bit. No. Are they? They're not doing their bit with that. Can we be Newcastle Forest? <laughs> yeah. Newcastle Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, there's only one forest, so you yeah. can nip mm. in there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Manchester United after uh, this. 
While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to thefootballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night at Crystals. Jesse Lingard again. Mm. Loves it, doesn't he? He's just a bit of it. He's an exciting young chap. A bit of bright spark, mm. otherwise grey season. Yeah, Chelsea won Manchester United 1, of course. That's I mean, the game we're talking about now. Obviously, that was the big story. Lingard. <laughs> obviously, that was a big story over the weekend about Manchester United, didn't it? <laughs> um, Van Gaal Van was pr- really, really annoyed. Um, I didn't see the game. I was travelling back up to London. I didn't actually watch it, but um, a lot of people were saying that United played uh, <laughs> a lot more sort of fluid style. They were better. They yeah. were better than they shouldn't have lost the game. They drawn the game. But then Van Gaal was asked a lot of questions about Mourinho, wasn't he? And yeah. He oh, but the, the, the anger in his in his response, like there was the palpable threat of violence <laughs> in the air. Like it. it he looked so angry with that journalist. I don't really know. It must be really irritating to have that, you know, have your job questioned. All the, and all the best be managers. The when I think about all the best managers that I like watching in football, a palpable threat of violence is very much up there at the top of the list <laughs> yeah. of what I want to see. Yeah, I, 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 excuse me, sorry. I don't really know what to think with with regards to the press conferences that Louis van Gaal is, is involved with every week now. Mm. And sometimes I think van Gaal... He knows better. He he needs to calm down and yeah, stop being so it's irate. It's almost like they're, they're very deliberately pushing his buttons yeah. because they know they're going to get a big story. And, and and obviously that's the way that journalists are. We know this. They've been like this for for many many years, and they've you know they kind of got to ask these questions. I suppose there's a lot of speculation with Mourinho and so on. But at the same time, sometimes you hear the tone of voice from the journalists, and we know from the recent stuff with Neil Custis, you know that they're pretty unsavoury characters at times some of them I don't know any of them personally and I can't say that but you wouldn't be surprised and and a part of me does think come on lads that, that's Louis van Gaal he's contributed so much to the game don't think you're on the same level you're doing as him. your job he's doing his job they're doing their job and if you work for a newspaper who demands that every paper wants to ask that question so don't you know I wouldn't look badly upon anybody who asked that question All right, fair enough, fair enough the big problem with van Gaal is that he, see, he doesn't seem to I think that, I, I don't know this but I imagine that a lot of journalists think that he doesn't want to take any of the blame himself. Yes. He doesn't want to take any of the responsibility. Okay. And he continually flat bats away questions saying that it's not really their fault and yeah. they're doing okay and, and that's not the case. That, yeah, he won't allow for any criticism. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they could lose 5-0 and he'd react Look, to the I, same I, way. Understand, yeah. I understand that journalists, if they don't ask certain questions, people will go, why on earth did you not ask that? I just think... It, perhaps I'm giving Van Hal too much of the benefit here, but it's just the way it's asked. And but do I can use a parallel, slight parallel. I occasionally do an interview, yeah. and I write my questions, and then somebody from uh, marketing, mm-hmm. uh, probably from the PR department of of my station, will mm-hmm. come down and say, "Can you ask said rock star about X Factor?" Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and because they know tail wagging the dog that'll get printed in a newspaper yeah. and they'll mention my radio station's name yeah. and that's how the whole thing works mm-hmm. I don't want to ask that question yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy doesn't the, the person you know who's in Mumford and Sons doesn't want to talk about X Factor again sure. because he doesn't give a toss about it yeah. but the fact it is that's the thing that they that, that's the only question mm-hmm. that my radio station will care about simply because that's how that's how um, the name gets out there so oh. it's it, Everybody has to ask those questions. Sorry, journalists. <laughs> Don't apologise then. There are no, decades, no, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like I say, I, I was—I I didn't really know what to think about the situation. But anyway, um, back to the game itself. Borthwick Jackson had a good game. He looks a player. He's grown into that role very well. Yeah, I it's mean, a shame actually. He played Costa on side for the Costa's equaliser. It yeah, nearly a made of, amends. A lot of mistakes going on in that. Yeah, right? nearly made amends. Obviously, Costa could. For help all himself. Van Gaal's faults, I mean. They, United have been unlucky when it comes to fullbacks. Again, I didn't see the game at the weekend, but they've been unlucky generally when it comes to fullbacks. And the fact that Borthwick Jackson's having to play it shows that. 
Um, but from what I've seen, he's growing into the role very well. I expect him to. I expect to see him in an England squad pretty soon. Oh yeah, it's just how it works, isn't it? Yeah. Hodgson just seems to give everyone who's playing at a big club a, a call up and, and wants to have a look at him. Kurt Zuma's out for six months. That oh, like that, was, mm. that was such oh, a nasty injury. It's, I mean, Kurt Zuma is a big, big guy, but the way he screamed as he went down, it's, it's rare that you see a, a professional footballer or indeed any sort of professional yeah. athlete uh-huh. see seem that pained and it was an ACL bend on that leg. Ah, I yeah. mean that aside, I thought it was actually it was a decent game. Manchester United will feel that they should they should have won. Oh, it, absolutely! It was, I mean, because that goal was so avoidable. Memphis Depay um, just take the ball in the corner or play a more conservative pass than you did, and it was such a strange one with so many players out of <coughs> position at that point, so late in the game with him giving that ball away that it just it gave Chelsea the opportunity to get down the other end so quickly. And well, Depay didn't Blin track. Slips. Well, absolutely, of course. And Schneid, why Schneidlin up there? At that well, stage I thought should have played. I thought he should have played it inside to Schneidlin. Actually, it would have been a better pass in terms of going for goal, and it probably would have got to. Him, although maybe Schneiderlin did point down the way, but it but it ended in in a draw, a fantastic win for Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. Pete, have you got a jingle for Agbon Lahore's yearly goal? <laughs> sure I think he scored. Is it in ten or eleven successive Premier League seasons with Aston Villa? Yeah, but one goal a season. <laughs> <laughs> the stat stands. Yeah. Yeah. The stat stands, brother. That's what, maybe he that's was what he, brilliant. Maybe that's what he's going for. He's going for Ryan Giggs' record. No, I just want the one <laughs> yeah. every year. <laughs> well, he, he wants to get a few more because next season it might not be in the Premier League. He's, he's, going. he's Aston Villa's Shola Ramiobi, isn't he? Agbon Lahore. No, because he was good at one point. Yeah, I think, <laughs> quick. Yeah. I think he's probably <laughs> contributed yeah. more. He broke um, into thir- a national team. Thirteen matches to go, and Villa need to uh, overhaul. An eight-point gap to Norwich, safety. You know what, though, Villa might continue the Midlands trend, stay up, and then win the league next season. Yeah, no, Norwich are in terrible. <laughs> Norwich are in a terrible yeah. state as well. Six in a row they now they've lost. Villa, Villa, actually, they've won two of their three league home games in 2016 so far, and mm. they only won three of 19 throughout the whole of 2015. Oh, do you remember that Lambert era where they just weren't scoring any oh, goals? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. When he when he was fired, I think well, he left. Didn't he get a season ticket to the face? Yeah, <laughs> or something. Think, Someone chucked the season ticket at him. I th- yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think they had scored 11 goals. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about two thirds of the way for the season. Yeah. I mean, it's, and who saved them? Big, big Timmy, Timmy Sherwood. Yeah, big yeah. Timmy Sherwood. Is it time to and get him back? Can, and then he condemned them to a worse fate <laughs> straight afterwards. Yeah, which was big Timmy Sherwood. Yeah. Um, so let's go and Agbonahor getting the goals though. It's those experienced players stepping up, which you know we were saying they they need to do uh. because you know those guys have been amongst the uh, the guilty parties in getting them in this situation, and now they're starting to dig them out. Which I is, know. Uh, I do worry for Norwich though. Norwich now in, yeah. in the relegation zone, and uh, I mean they're only point behind Newcastle, of course. Swansea and Bournemouth, you just—they are picking up the odd point here and there, aren't they? In the odd win. I think yeah. Bournemouth's form going into that Arsenal game was exactly the same as Arsenal's form. I think they've done—they've done okay recently. They won five of their last eight or something going into that, or nine, something like that. Mm. Well, Sunderland got a really good point away to Liverpool, considering they yeah. were two 0 I mean, it's a good point anyway, going to to Anfield. Yeah. Well, the eleventh man left, didn't it? The, Sorry, the twelfth yeah, man. The eleventh man. Yeah. <laughs> man. That'll explain it. <laughs> what, are we talking about Mignolet? Imagine that. Imagine if one of the players heard there was going to be a protest after yeah. seventy-seven minutes and just walked off. I'm well up for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not interested. That'd yeah. be quality. That'd be, that'd be a step. They'd just make a sub. they just make a sub. They'd yeah, make a sub. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thousands of Liverpool fans, they left the ground the 77th minute in protest, of course, at the club's new pricing structure that includes a £77 match day ticket. I, I hate that weasel word, pricing structure. Yeah. It's an increase. Yeah. Whatever mm. way you, you, you. No, no, no. It's a positive it. thing, Jim. It's yeah. more structure yeah. at the club. It gives you more options. Well, the, the structure's been increased because the main stand's getting bigger. So literally, the structure has increased. <laughs> yeah. Liverpool like, have now said they're going to reassess that, haven't they? They've said. Well, I, I've, I've done some resistance. sums, guys. Oh, okay, um, if cool. you trust my sums. I don't. But, <laughs> I mean, but I, I'm conscious that we're short of content. So please do continue. Are you about to say What's 77 is more than 59, which yeah, is the previous exactly. time? Yeah. Well, 
by my calculations, people are saying this is a Gordian knot of a problem. It's not. They've just increased the money, like like Jim said. So, by my calculations, it's a 160 quid increase to the main stand season ticket, right? Mm -hmm. On average. And they're increasing capacity by 8,500. So that takes the main stand from just over 9,500 to 18,000, right? Not including the press and the 300 grand um, boxes that they're they're offering Mm -hmm. them, the footballs and stuff. So... So 18,000 times 160 quid is under 3 million quid. If you can't, as Liverpool Football Club, bearing in mind, in 2014, they were top of the Premier League Payments League table, higher than Chelsea, higher than Arsenal, Mm -hmm. higher than Man City, who finished first. The Premier League gave them £97.5 million Mm. just for their position in the league and uh, facilities uh, purposes and stuff like that. TV rights, stuff like that. No, that's outside the tip. That's just the Premier League award that they gave them for coming second in the league. And right. there's extra payments for something called facilities and stuff. They okay. didn't win the league, but they got more than Man City and everybody else. If you can't spec, if you can't speculate, three million quid to extend your main stand, mm. and mm. you're getting ninety-seven million that, and a three billion raise, a, a three billion shared through all the Premier League teams uh, in a year's time. If you can't factor that in, you can't find three million from somewhere. Yeah. You've got no right to buying players. But wasn't it? Did, did, you're right. But didn't three million go to the uh, or or an, a lot of money, much more than three million, go to uh, Brendan Rodgers' party fund, <laughs> which I think is also called the transfer kitty. <laughs> yeah, but Rodgers like, was like he was. I used a lot, but he was like Colonel Kurtz. Man. He, was, <laughs> he was he was he was absolutely smashing it down the river in a speedboat yeah. with a load of people in tow and just going, "Yeah, you, 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 get on board this boat. You're coming." Did you ever hear in a He was chewing yeah. that that drug that um that that root that Somalians eat. <laughs> Cat. Yeah, he was eating that. It was all spinning down his top. And, uh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And that and that's how the llama turned up. <laughs> so uh, you got to work out. You can only deal with what you're dealing with. That, actually, it was Rogers that signed off that main stand deal. Yeah, yeah, and, like. he, and, he, and, he, and it's all made out of those matchmakers that you get at Christmas, <laughs> chocolate and spearmint. We, but we appreciate your some speed. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine Defoe managed to outmuscle Sacco. Which, did. Sacco seems really bad at using his size to his own advantage. So <laughs> yeah. people can, you can use it against him. I mean, more than I was, he can I was thinking, I was thinking, of, I was thinking of defenders who could get into that Liverpool team at the moment, and I, I went for a load of them, and I eventually settled on a colander with some sparrows' legs, like surgically <laughs> grafted onto it. Right, that would be less leaky than than Sacco and Mignolet. I mean, Mignolet, Mignolet made a vague approximation of a save for that free kick. <laughs> yeah. It was like it's like he was telling the ball off. Oh yeah, I'll show you how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, but I won't go all the way through with it because yeah. it's just a safety demonstration. Uh-huh. No, it's a goal. <laughs> Snuck in the bottle corner, even though he was there ready to save it. Here's a strange one. Defoe, uh, that was a great uh, Defoe striker's goal. Oh. Back to goal, lovely turn. Enjoyable to watch that. But that gives Sunderland such a boost as well, being 2-0 down. And, and all four goals came in the second half. I think the second Liverpool goal went in on about 70 minutes. Yeah. So to, to come all the way back was, was fantastic. Uh, mm. Firmino, I think, uh, is really looking at home, leading the line yeah. for Liverpool. Great goal, though. Yeah, I mean, just on, just on, yeah, he's, he's in really good form. It's yeah. a good header, wasn't it? It's a lovely ball in. Mm. Um, just on the ticket price thing, I mean, Jim, maybe you're a bit more familiar because I'm just going to mention Arsenal. I'm not sure if yeah. I mentioned this at the time, but I went to Arsenal over Christmas. and The ticket prices at Arsenal were scandalous. I spoke to a guy who sat in front of me. Um, he, he, uh, we just got chatting. And he, hey, just, mate, you're going to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, I said, and I said, no, I'm not. And he took it from me. Uh, and <laughs> I'll get on to pie prices in a minute because that is another disgrace. That's yeah. shocking, that. <laughs> yeah. Five um, quid pucker, loving that. Do you want to feel why Marcus just gets... He loves a fat joke. Okay? No, I, I, Luke hasn't been fat for years. Yeah. I was laughing at well, something else. Yeah. 
Are you, are you okay, mate? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and I was just going to say, listen, I was trying to make a serious point. It was like, it's not the key. So was I, you never just ignored me. Don't have a go at me. <laughs> he went on the default. Um, and he said his season ticket was £1,600. Yes. And you get, so you get all the home Premier League games. I think you get six other games. Yeah. And it works out. I think out. it's Champions League games. Yeah, I well. think so. Although there was talk of there being a surcharge for the Barcelona game, which would be added to next season's right. season ticket, which the club have now um, that said about? they won't do. <laughs> yeah, it's outrageous. But you look at, like, say, the Holloway Road area or the yeah, area outside of Anfield, literally where the actual where the houses live, yeah. are. That If you ignore the Tories cooking in the books, getting the people off unemployment uh, benefit and sticking them on uh, zero-hour wages mm. and stuff like that, mm. like... You can't ignore the fact that no one's got any bloody money. <laughs> Everyone's losing their child yeah. benefit. Everyone's losing their housing benefit. How are you going to afford that, those prices and support the team that you supported all your bloody life in that area? Well, the point I wanted to make was that in the North London bit, so it's £1,600 ticket, and I did, I did the sums at the time, I've just double-checked them. It worked out, based on this information this guy was telling me, as £64 a ticket. Right. right. Now, fine, Arsenal have got a nice new stadium, they're an affluent club, um, but I don't. I, I've lived in London for 12 years, I, I don't know anyone who can afford to drop £64 a week mm. on going to the mm. football. And I'm not suggesting for one minute that it's it's um, it's not worse up in the north of England, because it is. I'm mm. not a north. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't profess to speak on behalf of them. But it is it is harder up north. The, the wages are lower. Mm. Uh, the cost of living is lower, of course, but the wages are much lower. So to, to justify a £77 ticket for Liverpool is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, it's completely unsustainable. The other thing that is, is, is the introduction of different categories for different games. Like, oh, you should have to pay more because... Um, because it's, you're playing against a better team. Yeah, oh, yeah. and if you don't like it, here's a little pat on the head, yeah. and you can pay less money to go and, f- go and watch a worse but team. The worst it's not, thing is, that's not what fandom is. That, is that, also, that also applies to the away teams as well. Mm. So mm. it can just be decided that, um, you, you know, whatever whatever away team is a Category A game, so their away fans have to pay an absolute fortune as well. And, and, let's, and let's face it, this isn't the lion's share of how football teams make their money. No, like, it no. just isn't. It just it's image no. rights. It's it's global television rights. Yeah. This it, it should be doing what the Bundesliga do. Just sort of go look. This is the amount of money. You, you might have a slightly crappier stadium after 10, 20 years, but fundamentally, that's not how most. It's like most bands nowadays. Well, yeah, they don't. They make all their money on tour. They don't make money from records. Premier League grounds, they don't make as much money as they would from shirt sales or, or global TV deals. That's just the the, mm. the point. Well, it'll be interesting what Jurgen Klopp will say about this. I think he's already said one or two little bits, and no doubt journalists will well, ask him. To be fair, I mean, to be. In, God in bless Klopp's, those journalists. In, well, in, <laughs> in Klopp's case, at least he's sort of saying, well. But he's seen the I'm other part side. Of it. I'm, part of it. I'm part of it, and it's my responsibility as well. So at least he's not just. Has he come to save the day, though? <laughs> well, you'd imagine he's probably one of those managers who probably would. But the thing um, is, going back to what you said, Luke. About, it. about category matches. Does that mean if Liverpool are in the top six, home matches should be 60 quid? But if they drop down and uh, between 14th and 20th... They, it's a they, nonsense. It is yeah. a nonsense. It's a nonsense because it's make more money. Next, yeah. next season, everyone could say Leicester are category A and then mm. Leicester's fans have to pump, like, pump up loads more money. For their away yeah. games, it's ridiculous. And you look at facilities as well. You, you go and watch West Ham. You go and watch say, New, uh, I've seen Newcastle a couple times at West Ham away. The away facilities are abhorrent, and you have to pay twice as much for them than yeah. the home fans. It's mad. But it's the over, mad. The overall point, which is sort of slightly being missed here, something that was mentioned just a second ago, is that this is not how they make their money anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was reading a while back that you know, just on a certain couple of territories in terms of overseas TV revenue alone someone crunched the numbers and worked out that clubs could afford to do away tickets for free. 
Yeah. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt mm. anyone in any way. And, and no players would have to take mm. a wage cut. Nothing would change. But they just don't do it. The reason yeah. they don't do it is because and I'll tell you something now. And I know this is a controversial viewpoint, but I've, I've been, and if I'm proven to be wrong over the years, then fine. But I've been nothing but consistent on this. The only reason they do it is because they know you will pay. Yeah. And, yeah, especially yeah, because Anfield's got such a long waiting list to get a season ticket in the first yeah, place. The, the, the only thing you can do as a, as a set of fans, and I, I appreciate the protesting has actually worked in a way because it's it's brought it front and centre of the conversation yeah. and now Liverpool are looking to um, are looking to reassess their, their, their decision but long term the only way it will change is if people don't go to football games yeah. that's, that's literally the only thing well, and, and the, the, the people who are making these bad decisions are making it into supporting a football club is a mugs game which of course it isn't it, yeah. no, it, but, it, but it's making it no, they it are is. putting football fans Marcus, in a corner it yeah. absolutely is yeah that. well yeah yeah, you, know, you could say it isn't, and you know mm. we all care about football. And we like it, of course, because we've been doing this show for years and years. So that would be testament to that. But it is an absolute mugs game. Mm. The football establishment have turned it into a mugs yeah. game, mm. and so the people who go to the games now are simply just the people who can afford it. Not, not, and and, and I tell you something now. The other, pe- the other, the other thing that happens is that fans are now rather than having like a yearly holiday or having a nice Christmas mm. or having a new car, they're actually renewing their season tickets because they're so blind in their faith for their clubs that they don't they don't even really think about and not the, doing and it. And there's also the fear of losing your season ticket if you don't. And basically yeah. football is, is being run as a business, but it's a business where, you know, for the, the customers in air quotes, brand loyalty is, you know, is, it just goes without saying. There's, there's, yeah. The, yeah, there's no there's no option to not have that just and, in the and, way and if you clubs. And if you don't have it and you sort of think, well, I can't really afford it for next year, but if I lose it, I'm not going to get it back. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. And the family season ticket that's been in the family for 20, 30 years will not be happening next year because, and you almost feel guilty for that, you know, this yeah. whole legacy because I can't afford two season tickets in a family mm. uh, because, you know, the second season ticket is like, I don't know, my brother might come sometimes and, and stuff. It, it, it's just... It's yeah. taking football away from the people who have been there for years. Absolutely. And, it's, and it sounds... It's she's got yeah. hackneyed. We should, support, we should, support, we should support, uh, support non-league teams instead, local non-league teams, stuff like that. Yeah, there you are. There you are. Uh, we're going to come back and talk about a club whose hierarchy know how to run a football club after this. Heads up, it's the Ramblers. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Newcastle United. United. <laughs> Yay. 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 They won 1-0. They needed to win one nil. They did, but they and uh, Shelby linking up with uh, your man Mitrovic. Nice to see that's going to be fruitful, isn't it? <laughs> the new Shearer, the new Shearer. Mm. He is the new Shearer, but I just, as I said, as I said, he just needs. He's twenty-one years old. He needs Shelby. He needs Where's the help coming from? Well, that, I would question Newcastle's. Um, Where's the help record. coming from? It, I would question his record, uh, Newcastle's record in bringing young players through because they just can't do it. They, they don't improve players. They either ruin players or they sell players. And he's not going to get the help that he, he needs. But I think he's with a bit from. of shooting practice... Who's he getting practice from? Big, Big John. What do you mean? Big John's just setting him up. Yeah, that's I know. He's still got to hit the target, though, hasn't he? Oh, but that's his The business. last few matches, he's not been able to hit the target. Well, yeah, but he did, though. <laughs> he did, yeah, eventually, yeah. Right. yeah. Then say he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good win. It was a, it was a good win. Sad to see um, <laughs> Shek Teote's um, ironic long-distance goal taken yeah. away from him. Because that's long been a thing, isn't it, since he scored that goal against Arsenal. Um, Two in like every 200 time games. Every time he touches the ball, it's like, shoot! <laughs> and he actually did it again, and it was cruelly taken away from him. Well, that, that'll get him his move, won't it? Yeah, <laughs> like the Chinese are like. Well, I can do what I'm interested. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was a good win for for Newcastle though. West, and West, West Brom were blooming dreadful. They, well, they yeah, got to be were. careful. The, yeah. Ramble, the Ramble team could have played them and won. I think so. Well, West Brom. I mean, they are six points above uh, the relegation zone. Well, you think of a and they're on a bit of a side. You think of a Pudis team as being really robust and keeping clean sheets and stuff. I'm not doing that. No, so they're not. They're not. Were you, you impressed with Andrews Townsend? Uh, he got a better run out than he did uh, against Everton, but I could get a standing innovation when he went off. Well, are I you just, disagreeing with I just your, think everyone, with I just your think people? The Jordy Nation, yeah. As I, yeah. As the people I that you've said. got to face up to, mate, when we go there, <laughs> yeah. In no, April, oh, what, in between your Keegan jokes, who's going to be uh, what Keegan joke? Hung from the rafters. What are you talking about? Hang you three. I don't we love you Keegan. three. Yeah. Don't bring that here. <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're always laughing with Keegan. Yeah, that's the difference. Exactly. Not you, Pete. Yeah. Shall we go to the championship? All right, then. Yeah. Burnley beat Hull 1-0. Big win. Mm. Big win for Burnley. Their third one point off the top, although uh, Borough have played uh, one more game than them and, and Hull have played two more games. But Burnley, hey, they could be back out there. Uh, uh, nip the and tuck leagues. for a while. And the, game came, the goal came like middle of the second half, didn't it? It was a yeah, massive win for they them. Are having, they are having a good season. Uh, Bolton won as well. Injury time winner took Bolton off the, off the bottom of the league for the first time since November. Bearing in mind what they've gone through. Yeah. That is uh, that is a huge uh, boost for them. They're three points from safety. If they can survive this season, it will be one massive achievement. At, yeah. the, at the top of the league, I'm I'm a little bit worried about Borough. I mean, Nuge popped up and scored a goal, but if he just got a couple, yeah, they got a game they would have got a co- Yeah, but they could have got a couple clear, which would have been really useful. Well, Jordan Rose coming in should uh, mm. should hopefully strengthen them up front. That's been the problem, hasn't it? They've been very very tight at the back, but they've not exactly been free scoring. And after a while in the championship, that starts to tell. But you know, he's got goals in him, especially at that level. So. It, 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 every season, though, with every single league, though, even though they've got um, they've got matches uh, to play, I always just think that's a guaranteed that's a guaranteed loss. For me, it always seems to happen like that. Mm. Oh, we've got that game in the bank, and then they always lose it. Yeah, um, that is yeah. true. The big Especially news of the, the championship league. is that Paul Clement's been fired. He has, yeah. yeah. After eight uh, months. That seems incredibly rashed, doesn't it? They're, they're in fifth. I mean, they're five points off the top. It's, it's a strange one. Uh, maybe there's something going on behind the scenes. Only, the news has only just broken while we're recording, so yeah. I'm sure we'll get more information in due course, but at the moment, it does <laughs> seem a bit odd. Maybe the last uh, call on his phone was uh, to Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah, and they thought it's a slight, so they can't take are you, it. Are you off to Munich to yeah. be his number two? No. 
Are you saying that's a better gig than this? <laughs> <laughs> because they started off slowly, and they, then they, 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 I mean, I know they've had a bit of a wobble, but they were flying for a while. Bear in mind, they? it's his but first that's what job. Derby do, isn't it? So well, like, that's what Derby they, do. That's what Derby do. Fly for a while, then wobble. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know don't Derby, think that one's as catchy. They, they, they haven't picked up too many points of late, and maybe Derby fans will be saying, oh, we've been terrible and whatnot. But bearing in mind it's his first job as a number one, and they are only five points off the top. It's where I'm sitting... Long in, way to go. It, it does seem a little mm. hasty. Mm. I mean, it's the championship. Happy it's to be disagreed about, with. It's probably about 50 games left. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it is. Uh, l- before we go uh, abroad, let's go to the Scottish Cup fifth round. Hearts, they drew two all with Hibbs. Uh, Hibbs uh, came back quite well, to be honest. Two goals in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. That Cummings loopy header. That was the loopiest header in the universe ever. It was a McLoopy. Loopy, loopy. Uh, I, though people will say, ah, you've got to go to, you know, you've got to go to Easter Road. I'm quite pleased that Hearts drew that game because then they get to beat Hibbs at their own ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, and it's that sort of arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> Hibbs I'll see like. them through <laughs> to the next round of the cup. Did you see Jum's goal? He absolutely smashed it in off the post. It was beautiful. It was a nice one. Rifled. I have to say. How old is it? I want to know how old he is. I'm not asking you, Mark. Only we had some kind of way of finding out (laughs) very simply. You had like 48 hours between the afternoon and the (laughs) quarter. Well, I just thought of... It was news just in, in my my Mm. brain. I wanted to know it. Just just in. Very interesting insight into how your brain works. Yeah, very interesting. Like rolling news. (laughs) Linlithgow Rose, they lost 4-2 away to Ross County. The fairy tale ends for the team who play in the East Region Super League in the Scottish Junior Leagues, which is kind of the equivalent to the English non-league sort of I like that they give the league a really good name the East Region Super League but then say it's in the uh, Scottish Junior League <laughs> <laughs> so they give with one hand they take away with the other yeah. they do their, they are... their second goal was like Barcelona-esque of course Beautiful. it is I mean that's... terrible defending let's make that very clear but... that, well that's what happens in, in the Scottish Junior League you know? <laughs> uh, so, Junior so the... Junior Junior <laughs> um, uh, let's go uh, that was excellent Jim uh, let's go to uh, the league where uh, Atletico Madrid they beat Ibar 3-1 Fernando Torres scored his 100th goal finally for the club I'm so happy for him he's been told he'll need to find work elsewhere at the end of the season <laughs> work, work. <laughs> yeah like a labourer yeah, you're well, not allowed to be a footballer anymore mate you've got to go and I don't know sell some ice cream that's his job mate it's almost like someone told him that about five seasons ago <laughs> <laughs> his own body perhaps yeah. <laughs> I know it was uh, it was it was quite sad to see that uh, Torres is uh, being given the boot at the end of the season but I tell you there's time to announce it it was a bit, yeah. Jackson Martinez, he's left for China for roughly £35 yeah, this million. Is a pounds. strange old They saga. signed him for £27 million. I mean, he's got a great record. Diego at, at Simeone Porto. took it well, didn't he? Well, I, I thought Simeone... I like the way Simeone seems to handle his players in, in the press, although J- Jackson isn't one of his players now. I mean, obviously, last week or whenever it was, we, we spoke about the two sendings off against Barcelona, and he said, you know, I'm not going to... He didn't dig them out. And, and, and when Jackson left, he said, I'm the first person responsible. Jackson didn't get a chance to show us his best version. I feel a part of that. It's my failure that he didn't play. But I'm not going to change my way of playing, which does sort of think, why did you sign him then? Yeah, yeah. it's like they haven't done their research properly. Mm. He said, we wish him luck, and I hope he gets back to being the player we all thought he was, which is a gentle dig. That's yeah. a with the chat before that may I please it depends how he said it, it is, if he uh, said I hope he gets back to being the player we all thought he was very much <laughs> like the, the Chinese start. <laughs> at the start yeah very much like the Chinese language it's all tonal Mark it yeah. is it is yeah Mark I, I, you just called him Mark again well, yeah. I know that was tonal you missed out two that, letters that's the second time this season 
Get what, a grip what? of yourself. Three and I'm out? Yeah. <laughs> Get a grip of yourself. Mark, gladly. <laughs> See yeah. us. And then you're off to China. Yeah. yeah so uh, I'll accept your apology on behalf of Marcus. <laughs> Speaking of the Chinese league, Alex Teixeira has signed uh, for Wangzhou Suning. I think that's how it's pronounced from Shakhtar Donetsk for 38 million. Heavily linked with Liverpool in the window yeah. and other Premier League clubs, but specifically Liverpool. It's like you saying, I hate Liverpool so much I'm going further away. <laughs> I, think it's, yeah. I think it's Guangzhou. Is it Wangzhou? But then it? it's and it's near... Guang, it's Guangdong because it's tonal and Dong has to be up, but that's near Dong. What are Dong you doing? Guang. What is, is happening? Is that what it's they call Sven Goran Eriksson? It's Dong really Wang. confusing. <laughs> Pete, who's done this to you? <laughs> Darren Petrescu manages the side that he's going to. Yeah, is it Guangzhou. So now we can just call Guangzhou, them Guangzhou is in Guangdong and it's near Dong Guang. But he hasn't gone to Guangzhou, he's gone to Jiangsu. What? Sunning, it's a different yeah. team. Yeah. Well, where's in Jackson Martinez go then? No, I'm talking about Alex Teixeira. Yeah. Oh. Catch up, will you? Come on. <laughs> Come on, you milked. Help me out, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he would do, but he's not here. And Come on, Robbie. Hope, and we all hope Pete gets back to being the podcaster we all thought he was. <laughs> 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 and of course, Sven is referred to as Big Dong yeah. over in China. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's got there. The, the, that, the side that he's going to is managed by Dan Petrescu, so we can just refer to them as Dan Petrescu's Dan team. Dan Petrescu's team. Okay, right, and then we're okay. happy. Then we're having among these deals to China. Uh, what for Dodi Nagalu? He's repeatedly turned down offers from China. He was offered two hundred grand a week, and and then they offered him nearly three hundred grand a week. But he grew up watching English football and dreamt of playing in, in the Prem. And he said about staying at Watford, "I help this team to promotion. How can I leave because of money? I know money is good. With that sort of money, I can secure my life. But you can't sell your dream. I like that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you know, to be fair to him, he still has plenty of opportunities to secure his life. I don't. Um, yeah, he, he was but, paraded. I mean, he was paraded on the pitch at I, Granada. I don't think against. Just before the Real Madrid. But Marcus, match. I don't think it's confirmed that he was offered that. He's just piped up and said he was. There's been no proof of that. Well, I like him. I think he might just be showing off. How big is the telly? Either that, <laughs> either that, or he's actually linking himself to a move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reversing it. Well, we're fine in the side window, won't we? will to it in a bit. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, he, he did I've achieved my dreams. Yeah, yeah. He did finish the quote by going, bearing in mind the uh, Chinese transit window is still open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could leave at any oh, moment. That's right. That I, mean, right. I, would, I would accept 200 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> in, in theory. I, I turned down 200 grand a week. Then there were trying to offer me 300 yeah. grand a week which anyway I'll, someone le- can cl- I'll leave that with you yeah. <laughs> as, someone, as soon as someone can clean up the uh, the Dong Juan situation oh, sorry about I'm that. there oh, I see you. <laughs> yeah. uh, there we are speaking of that uh, Gary Neville next <laughs> yeah wow oh Gary oh Gary they shouldn't have lost the game photo of the week uh, Neville been... sat in the coach <laughs> with a face like a wet weekend loads of Valencia fans flipping him the bird would you call yeah. it an army of middle fingers yeah oh, a yeah. shoal of middle yeah. fingers yeah. yeah, I sw- the, I swear there were more middle fingers than there were arms. Somehow, <laughs> in that. It, it was outrageous. Like prosthetic middle fingers added. Yeah, yeah. I feel so sorry for Gary, as I'm sure we all. Gary, I'm calling him Gary because I feel like we know. It was a parliament of middle fingers. Did you Did you see on uh, on Revista de la Liga? They showed a, a video of uh, or a DVD, probably nowadays. Um, Still find them digital uh, of Negredo's misses under Gary Neville. He has missed so many chances, oh, and you wow. think Neville can't put them in for him no, and he's brought him back into the team because Neville hasn't um, hasn't given him the confidence he needs to perform his job that's that part right? of being a manager or maybe think? he's not explained he's how you score him, well he's, enough he's brought him back into the team he was digging a massive hole for himself and Neville he was going oh you know this team's much better organised than it used to be mm. it's like yeah, but you're getting beat every week yeah. you don't get a prize for being the most organised and if you were the most organised you wouldn't be conceding yeah, but they, they don't look organised as well because they're they just don't. missing simple chances that is not organised no. that they is basic not. dysfunction it's disorganised you think about Neville and, and you just think about those for your fans and they're thinking who is Can this, this guy stop? Yeah. this guy's a pundit but I mean yeah. the, the way it's going 
If it, I hope you know, he turns it around, but I can't. But the way so. it's going, they, they're going to get sucked into a relegation battle. Yep. Well, they are in they're a relegation battle. They're not going to get sucked into a relegation battle. Because they're already in it. They're already in it. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. You better start believing in relegation battles. They might go down the relegation world one. You better start believing in relegation battles. Yeah. Granada, they lost 2 1 at home to Real Madrid. Modric lashed in a late winner. I love this. Zidane said in the press conference after. He was talking about various players and whatnot, and he said, Modric has to shoot more because he has a great strike. I don't I care. Just, just Mo- play into the gallery Mo- Mo- Imagine there, being Luka Modric there. You, you, obviously, you're one of the best players in that Real Madrid side, and, and you're loved in your home country of Croatia, I would imagine, and so on. You've got a lot going for you. You'd be as pleased as punch, wouldn't mm. you? Was what? Zidane saying Zidane that about you? free roam yeah. to just shoot from anywhere. In training, you hit one over the body. Wow. Did he say that to you when you met him in that um, box? When He's, you were, when you were said, taking that free money from that company? <laughs> It was the worse money I earned from Worse than them. Liverpool. Yeah. Ha, hang on. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, big's your turn? I, I, Zidane gave me a look as if to say, you know a dessert when you see one. Did you, did, <laughs> <laughs> that trip you had, did you publish that in the members list of interest, Mark? <laughs> the ramble members list of yeah. interest. This is, this is nonsense and I won't be caught up in it. So I'm, just, I'm just saying it's funny how mm-hmm. since that happened you've mentioned Zidane an awful lot on this show yeah. and I feel like you're furthering his brand. Do you think? Because yeah. there was an entry. Uh, Real Madrid in... have done nothing to do that themselves. <laughs> it's, they both played a part. Have they? Yeah. Yeah. Real Madrid yeah, have played their part. Apparently, he looks, apparently <laughs> looks every inch the, the manager. He looks the part. Yeah. yeah, he does look the part, and he's made an immediate impact. <laughs> one, one has to on say on your bank balance. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark's bank balance. Mark's, yeah, <laughs> who is this Mark? Yeah, who is this Mark? Mark Don't Spell. Don't know. <laughs> but the bank seem to think that's my name. Uh, right, let's go to Slovenia. Oh, hello. Where uh, MK Donzale, I think that's how it's pronounced, who are a big club in Slovenia, signed a right back after putting a job advertisement on LinkedIn. The club stated they were looking for a very offensive right back. Which I quite... Uh, okay. Obviously offensive in the, uh, the footballing sense. Mm. Uh, that would fit into their attacking 4-3-3. More than 150 applications were received. The Spaniard Alvaro Bracci was the success, or Bracci was the successful applicant. After a one-week trial preceded by video clips of a handful of candidates were analysed. I thought that was quite sensible. I thought you surely didn't get him on his CV alone. I mean, if you, I mean, you say they're a big club. I've not. I've, I mean, this is not a, a slight on them. I've, ne- I've personally never heard of one them. one of the oldest clubs in Slovenia. They're, not, they're not, obviously not that big, though, are they? Well, no, I don't think any club in Slovenia. What, I mean, they just signed a player off LinkedIn. Exactly. But what yeah. I'm saying to you is, why, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, it's, yeah. No, it's great. Well, the well, PR officer said uh, MK Domzali only has a small budget. We do not have the money to buy the biggest player. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> we quite like because that's how it works. The more you spend, the bigger the player is. <laughs> well, didn't we have a good look at like LinkedIn um, footballers? Like a little while ago. Because I found Steve Harper and John. I found John Carver. Carver yeah. yeah. Okay. He's on LinkedIn. He's I not saw, a footballer, though. I saw John Carver riding his bike down the Thames with a plastic bag on the handlebars. I told yeah. you that, didn't I? You did. And, uh, and then you said what was in the ca- plastic carrier bag, and then we edited it out. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good, oh, yeah, that's it's right. good <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Cheers for backing did, me up on that. How did Laurie Sanchez sign... Was it Asim- Teletext? Yes. Or C-Fax, yeah, but yeah. I think it was Asimdoa or something. But I think, no, it was... He was um, playing Bamboozle and he switched over. Oh, what was his name? Roy Asimdoa. Roy Asimdoa, yeah. That's right, yeah. But I think that might be a myth. Really, it's been accentuated since the decline, the sad decline of uh, of CFAX and Teletext. I I know a guy on the internet who takes old VHSs and he uses a computer process to extract old Teletext pages, and it's fascinating. I know a guy on the internet. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, you see old like England matches and stuff. 
Wow. With Teddy Sheringham involved? Oh, no that's way. exciting. No I'm way. sure the actual matches are on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That's how I like to consume my media. Mm. There's a guy you can um, <laughs> there's a guy you can email who's got um it's an absolutely astonishing uh, range and collection of games on DVD. And you email yes. him and he's got he sends you a spreadsheet. Um, with all the games he's got, and you send him like twenty quid for like three DVDs, and he posts them to you. It's like classic oh, wow. bootleg yeah, stuff. But he's, it, got, yeah. but he's got like everything. Yeah, everything. Mm. It's, it's incredible. Is that? It sounds like your man who you know on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, Could be the same guy. We cannot mm. uh, ignore the fact that uh, in the US there was an enormous uh, sporting event recently, uh, where the US beat Canada one nil <laughs> in an international <laughs> friendly. Jose Altador with a last minute goal. So uh, there we are. That we've is, we've acknowledged yeah. it, America. Don't worry. That is that. a collector's item, that. Jersey <laughs> outdoor goal as well. well yeah. I know, he's got... He I gets think, loads of them out there. Oh, no, yeah, in America, for the national side, I think he's got 33 and 91. He's wow. Yeah, 33 he's, international goals. I Jersey outdoor. I think he's fourth on their overall international list with Dempsey and Donovan and uh, one other. In good front for, of good for him. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing very well. Um, while we're on the subject of international football, let's look ahead to uh, Qatar 2022. Uh, good news, binge drinkers. This should put your mind uh, <laughs> at ease. You're literally chanting to me there, Marcus. Yeah, his, his ears pricked up there. Yeah, oh, I, hello. I didn't want to name him. <laughs> Old Paul over there. Uh, Qatari officials, uh, they, they've said that drunks will be treated very gently in Qatar, which That's makes me think the opposite drunk, drunk. Yeah. immediately. That's a good idea, because then you'd be sick. Well, you jolted around. That'd be weird, though, wouldn't it? You're absolutely hammered and people just come up to you and start stroking you and like giving you blankets <laughs> and stuff. It's going to freak you out. Pete, <laughs> Pete, have you ever been drunk in Qatar? You ever been drunk, no, Pete? I've been, I've been full of Qatar and been drunk. <laughs> Pete, what? When you, the more dehydrated you get, the better your Qatar gets. Pete, yeah. what? Why do you it's going to be hot out there as well. Yeah, so exactly. Why do you need to be drunk to have a good time? Yeah, why do you have to drink to Because I hang out with you. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> good answer, yeah. Um, yeah, can I also have that answer? No. <laughs> uh, no, the booze is sold at elite hotels. In, in Qatar, so it's not completely dry, the, the, the state of Qatar. Uh, public displays of drunkenness are against the law there. Special courts could be set up to deal with people breaking the uh, the alcohol laws. The special courts were set up in South Africa to deal with certain things. They were, yeah. Uh, but but Qatari to officials... arrest their own people. <laughs> yeah, but do not worry, Peter. Okay. Qatari officials have said this will be a fun World Cup. It will be one of the best cups out there. <laughs> Enforced fun is the best kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You should wait until you see the itinerary. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. And now I believe it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi, everyone. Hello, Luke Hi, Moore. everyone. Um, I've had a few people message, uh, message about this as a highlight of the week, but Dan Taylor was first, so he gets the nod. He says, uh, my heart of the week was the announcement at the Riverside Stadium calling our new £11 million striker, Jason Rhodes. Wow. <laughs> nice. Lovely. Was that you, Pete? You want, is it? Was that you, Peter? <laughs> no. Um, no. picking on me. <laughs> Chris Best says, um, this is my section, Pete. Yeah? He started uh, on me. Have a bit of respect. He started on me. Come on. Take your card. He back off. me up our lead. Shut up. Um, Chris... <laughs> <laughs> Chris Best says, last week's ramble was exactly the same length as my Friday morning commute door to door. Hashtag perfection. <laughs> but he doesn't say how Deliberate. long his commute is. Where does he live, though? Was the town or the village? We've got no more information. We're not going to do his commute to check, no, no, mate, so no, don't worry about it. I just, I'm interested. No, but if we can get it right for him this week, we might want to get it right for him, you know. Exactly. Um, he doesn't give us any more information. Presumably, he lives in the same address every week. Yeah, when he knows how long his commute is, so now he can see how long the show is in advance and just, you know, adjust his steps. Now, maybe he's a sales rep and he goes different places every every day, so mm. it might be difficult to keep up with. Um, <laughs> a bloody good rep, I'm sure he is. Absolute stitch up. Sit down, you guys, because this is about to, I'm about to blow this can of worms wide open. Here wow. we go. Jim, you're about to get pelters, mate. Here oh, we go. We're covered in worms. Yeah, um, Brandon Cody. I think Brandon's been in touch with us on the, on the, on the, on the Rumble mm, phone yeah. in as well. He's, he's um, a good lad. He said, well, you don't know him. 
He <laughs> says, chat to me enough. He I'm, says, not, I'm a man of the people. I chat to our listeners. Yeah, yeah. So. Like you. You're a man yeah. of your people. <laughs> My heart of the week was Jeff Goldblum. Starring, oh, here we go. Starring in two Super Bowl ads. Proof that he is a true A-lister. Right. So it's not really proof, right. though, No, no, no. We not. do have, and I'm glad you mentioned this, Luke. On the okay. way to the studio, who did I see? Film critic Mark Commode. Britain's yeah. number one film critic. You right? saw him on the way to the studio. Genuinely, I did, yeah. I saw on- Commode, right? Now, I believe, Luke, somebody got in touch with us, didn't they? Yeah. Someone tweeted him. Now, he, I mean, he's a film critic and, yeah. and one of the, the yeah. best ones in the said, country. Settle an argument he would for know. us. He would know. Is Jeff Goldblum A-list or B-list? And Kermode's come back straight away said A-list. <laughs> no. He said actually right. He said A-plus. Exactly. Plus he's sticking the boot into your gym. irony. That is yeah. clearly from Kermode saying what Pete and I have maintained all along. He's Shut A-list that. in our hearts, but he's not, he's not a proper A-list. Yeah. Marcus, your argument is a child's argument. He's in Jurassic Park like Laura Dern and Sam Neill and those other A-listers. <laughs> but hang on, that, hang on. You can put a, a silly star, voice. That doesn't help. Is a clear sign of Your silly irony. voice doesn't <laughs> counter-argue. <laughs> shut up, Mark. It doesn't <laughs> counter-argue commode. I like that you said shut up, Mark, because you were saying shut up to Marcus and Mark Kermode at the same yeah. time. <laughs> Marcus right, mode. I'm Very gonna, good. I'm, Marcus and I are going to tweet Kermode and get this yeah, sorted let's, out. Let's see, let's see. I think Kermode's intelligent enough to know I think your side like of the argument is struggling, My side of the argument is, is robust. Yours is a child's <laughs> argument. You're, you're stuck in the past, Spelzy. I, I wish I had mentioned it. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think Kermode will agree with Pete and I. OK, yeah. we'll, we'll find out, we'll find out. Um, Over to you, Mark. All we want, all we want is the truth. That's yeah. Kermode, yeah. not you. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Jack Francis says, um, I enjoyed Martin Allen getting a mention last week. I've got a little story about him. Mm. I was on holiday with my dad when I was about 12 he was staying at the same hotel and we ended up getting to know the Allen family while we were there mm. during a game of catch in the pool <laughs> with a little little rubber ball every that. time Martin had it he proceeded to throw it as hard as humanly possible <laughs> at my face <laughs> Yeah, he go. is the world's angriest man. There you and go. sometimes we get these little stories, and I think I'm not sure that's true. I definitely think yeah, that would it be angrier that. than um, is it John Sitton? Oh, yeah, probably. He's, he's that kind of guy. Yes. Exactly. Um, Nick Murphy says, uh, John Carver talking on Five Live last Friday and claiming he's been offered a few jobs in this country after leaving Newcastle. Someone needs to tell him that Bouncer at Crystals doesn't count. <laughs> uh, Andy Malone replied saying, you can't forget him cocking up the saying, hit the ground running either. Instead, he opted to go with hit the uh, road flying. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got a couple more, but the, the second one is a big email, so I'll just, I'll just get this quick one out of the way first. No offence, Ben Jameson. Uh, he says, um, <laughs> my heart of the week was a realisation that Leicester's final game of the season is away at Chelsea. Yeah. Mm. Hypothetically, they could win the league and relegate Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Oh I God. spent an hour just thinking about it. Let's all dare to dream. Now <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking about it. Great. Right, this is an email from Dr. Anna Wilson from the University of Toronto. Is this spam? And you'll be, well, you'll be a judge at the end. <laughs> is this about enlarging uh, something? Uh, no. Uh, well, sort of, but not in the way you're thinking. Um, it's enlarging the medieval weaponry debate. Oh. Because since that smackdown of a couple of weeks ago, we've not heard back. So, but Dr. Anna Wilson's sort of... That makes wor- me worried that they're creating medieval weaponry yeah, to use against each other. It takes a while, doesn't Worry. it? Worry. Hopefully. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, we're, we're safe in this Maybe studio. we could get it's them like on a, the stage like in the, one of the live shows. Maybe we could. Yeah. Um, anyway, Dr. Wilson says, I've been delighted by the sudden show of hands among medievalists who listen to the football ramble. You lot got me through my last year of my PhD in medieval studies. Um, I'm a Londoner, but I've lived in Canada for nine years and I miss being saturated in football media, so you lot will have to do. 
compliment taken. Um, <laughs> my heart of the week was um, I taught uh, the students in my medieval Latin class about active and passive verbs using sentences about the Suarez v Chiellini biting, Chiellini biting incident. Suarez bit Chiellini. Chiellini was bitten by Suarez. It's fascinating stuff, this. Oh, yeah. None of them had heard of it, since none of them are football followers, so it was a delightful introduction for them to the world of uh, international football. Um, I mimed out the Chiellini and Ivanovic biting incidents for them, and I've now sent them videos on YouTube. <laughs> She says, I would like to volunteer to be your official Latin translator. Okay. Yeah. If you appoint me as such, I will translate the Football Ramble rap into Latin for you. Mm -hmm. That is an offer. What is the Football Ramble rap? Do we rap? have a rap? Um, the one with um, Peter Stone did a number of months ago. The classic rap we played at the beginning of the oh, show. Oh, sorry, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, come on. Um, come on, Mark. Um, <laughs> and uh, she says, um, I will also make you a Latin slogan if you tell me what you want it to say. Oh. Um, she says, I can't offer any opinions about catapults or trebuchets. Uh, the people of the Middle Ages did far much more interesting things than throw rocks around, and I study those things. A snobby oh. end. <laughs> a snobby <laughs> end. From, uh, Lovely. From Dr. Anna Wilson, who's one of those doctors I've noticed, who isn't even a medical doctor, but feels the need to put doctor in front of a name anyway. How many doctors have you got? Stop digging out doctorates. Yeah. Okay. I've got none. Highlight for me, Napoli fans wearing masks of Senegalese and Napoli defender, of course. Kiledu Koulibaly. Koulibaly, that's right, yeah. In an act of solidarity after he was racially abused by a group of Lazio fans last week. Lazio fans being racist, don't believe it. I'm sure there's some decent ones, but yeah, it was nice for Koulibaly. Can I have a highlight of the week from not this week? Yeah. Um, it was um, QPR apparently published like a set of guidelines to their players yeah. um, just on how to behave and one of the sections was hats wow. what, what sort of hats you should they've, and shouldn't wear they've seen Carl Jenkinson on Instagram and they've got yeah. this has gone too yeah. far <laughs> Stop this is the thin not end even, of the wedge not <laughs> at Loftus Road it's only just across London yeah. it could it could infiltrate it could our spread. players yeah. can I have a highlight which is not from this week as well Do you want, yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, Jeff Goldblum starring in a massive Hollywood blockbuster <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> oh, Jesus not only that this week, was that 20 years ago now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely old so, job. Someone, speaking of that, um, someone was talking Bill about... Paxton's in that. So it's Paxton or Pomp? No, Pullman. Is it Pullman or Paxton? Pullman. Because I'm about uh, to make a Bill point Pullman. about Bill Paxton. Yeah, I Pullman can't tell. It? And you'd think if just <laughs> being in one of those movies made you an A-lister, that would actually... No, you'd, 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 you'd actually know who he is. Pullman uh, is a part of a catapult. <laughs> it looks, there's a touch of the Glenn Hoddles. Yeah, uh, well, can I make a point about Bill Paxton? I genuinely was about to make a point about Bill yeah, Paxton. Please, yeah, yeah, Because <laughs> you're not being a knob. So the game Bournemouth v Arsenal look, looked uh, really, really windy. I was like, mm. Twister, Bill Paxton's going to turn up in a minute. And obviously everyone jumped up saying, oh, Bill Paxton, not an A-lister. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but it made me think that actually maybe the status of A-lister sort of comes and goes. Because yeah, it does, course, yeah, there, it does. There like was definitely twister. a period in the mid-90s where, or maybe even the, yeah, probably the mid-90s where Paxton was A-lister. He was in everything. Uh, but now he can't no, get he I can't get a film for love or money, can he? Still so, no. It's up and <laughs> down. No, I, I still know. These people have come in and come out. That that's the that's your Johnny Depp, your Brad Pitt. They're realisters. Oh, they are. Yeah. I, I think not... what what seems to be the absolute sweet spot in this debate is Jeff Goldblum, yeah. which is why this is just going to run Pete, and run. Pete, you're not going to understand because um, it does but take an A-lister to know one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you've ever been anywhere near that level. If so. anal. Yeah. That's, not, that's, unaccept, that's unacceptable. Why is that unacceptable? <laughs> I've nearly got over the line there. Yeah. Jim, should we have our website roundup? Yeah, let's, let's end this hell. Okay, so um, this is the website roundup from Kelly. Nothing good can come of a week that begins with photoshopping pards and JT into pimp suits, but Kelly's done her best to retrieve her dignity by writing about Ronaldinho cheerily proving Jim's point that he is beyond satire by skidding interview on a gold-plated hoverboard. Sadly, sans bongos, but you can't have everything. The horror of being beaten 7-0 by Barcelona 
and how you can actually see it unfold across Gary Neville's face and Miralem Pjanic's humiliating descent into Gabby Agbonlahor territory. The dignity stayed intact for approximately 26 minutes until she wrote a love poem to Kingsley, the Partick Thistle mascot, which subsequently earned her the nickname Pillock Larkin. Let's just call it an awful week for the arts and move on, shall we? That's at Kelly underscore Wells for all your complaining. I like that Partick Thistle mascot. He's absolutely wicked. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's designed by David David Shrigley. Shrigley. Mm. Um, but I, I meant in Lazin, like kind of being oh, a, God. being pedantic. Leave, just leave it. Being yeah, pedantic. I, I know what you meant. Right. Well, then it's not naughty, then, is it? Yeah. I, I didn't say it was naughty. I just said it's not acceptable. A- no. Anal list. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're on. Pete's on that one. Yeah. Uh, Jim, you have got an announcement. I do have an announcement on behalf can, of all of us. On behalf He's of all pregnant. of us. Yeah, I am pregnant. Yay. On behalf of all of you, it's horrific. He's going to cut off his nipple. We were talking about aliens earlier. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, we've been we've been teasing the live shows for a few weeks now. Our tickets are going to go on sale for Newcastle and Birmingham on uh, Friday. On Friday at ten thirty. So that is Friday the twelfth of February. They will be on sale at ten thirty. So. Newcastle is the 8th of April and the 15th of April is is Birmingham. So, um, yeah, get by your phone at 10.30 on Friday. Or just go to the footballramble.com. Or just go to the footballramble.com. Ring the footballramble.com. No one will answer. (laughs) I'll be very impressed if you do get a dialing tone. (laughs) Cheaper than than a Liverpool ticket. Yeah. Yeah, By some... (laughs) What the hell are we doing? There will be a pricing structure that suits everybody. And I think if you actually look at the facts, a lot of tickets will in fact be cheaper. Yeah, Mm. Yeah. let's not do a live show in Liverpool and charge £78 for a ticket. We'll We'll be doing one ticket per show for £9. And potentially talking to some school children at some point, maybe giving them some free tickets in the near future. Well, it's worth pointing out as well that we haven't forgotten the London show. That will be going on sale a little bit later. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten we need, about that. We need to finance this new studio somehow. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, there we are. If you want to get in touch with the email address, it's show at thefootballramble.com. The website where the tickets will be available this Friday at 10.30 is thefootballramble.com. We're on Twitter, our Football Ramble, Instagram and Facebook. You know the coup. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. See you later, Mark. A-list. <laughs>